0: What's up, everybody? On episode number 24 of the podcast, I have Ben Lieber, my very first guest from my hometown of Buffalo, New York, and the very first guest I've ever talked to from a hotel room. I am currently in El Paso, Texas on a cross-country road trip from California to New York. The grind, as you can see, does not stop. And as someone that knows a bit or two of what grinding entails, I couldn't possibly shadow the sheer magnitude of projects my guy Ben over here takes on throughout a yearly basis. Lord have mercy. From editing to directing to doing photography, cinematography, art direction, stop motion, you name it, the list goes on. Ben Lieber has created and worked with bands like Seaway, Free Throw, Super American, and even plays in bands of his own like Marigold and Head North. It's people like him that keep people like me inspired constantly. He understands the struggle and he fights through it. He's a true creative. He's not in it for the money or for the recognition or the bullshit fame as much as he's in it for the art. I want to thank Ben for doing the episode with me. We've been acquaintances for years and used to see each other at shows all the time in Buffalo. His band Head North even played my high school grad party in my backyard. It's unbelievably astonishing how far this guy has come in his career, and I can't wait to see what he has in store for 2021. If you like what you hear, please go check out his work. You can find the majority of it at benjaminlieber.net. There are many exciting episodes coming up on the podcast. I got Casey Cavalier from The Wonder Years creeping up shortly, Drew from I Call Fives, Mike from Panameno, and Dan from Real Friends. But the fun doesn't stop there. Be sure to follow the pod on Instagram at Kellens Petty Talk Show to stay up to date on all the upcoming guest announcements. As always, thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. So did you learn any new uh, hobbies in quarantine this year?
1: <laughs> um, new hobbies. Yeah not really um if anything i just had time to do things that i've like wanted to do more but didn't have time to
0: um wrote a new record so new marigold right it's on its way hell yeah i heard it's your best stuff yet definitely
1: um yeah i I got like a whole band together now it's not Mm. gonna be just me anymore um Mm. so we wrote the record together um record's done it's recorded and we've been working on like a bunch of visual content for it mm-hmm. um but yeah we'll, we're getting there It'll we're almost there uh but it's been a long process of like we're just trying to like do this the right way
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh we're really excited about it and we also feel like no rush because there's no know, reason to
0: yeah how are we doing so <laughs> i mean yeah. i'm sure it'll be out by like fall right you know? oh yeah
1: this year for sure
0: Awesome, and is this just like a four a four piece band, or
1: um actually right now, like just front facing it's just the three of us um oh cool we do we just it was really just we um couldn't find like another guitarist in time mm-hmm. for the studio um yeah. we had writ- all the three of us wrote the songs together mm-hmm. we were trying to find somebody and then we were just kind of like whatever like we wrote these songs together it would be weird to try and have someone else play these parts so we just rocked the three piece for the studio and then as things started to develop and we started like <clears throat> wanting to do videos and stuff mm-hmm. um, we were just like screw it we'll just do the three and not worry about it Um, we do have another friend who's trying to play with us um mm-hmm. as far as any live stuff goes though and mm-hmm. probably more permanently down the road but um Mm
0: -hmm. yeah was it hard to get back into writing with you know the time being off from covid
1: honestly no if if anything like it it gave me the time to be able to do it like
0: yeah catapulted
1: yeah i i feel like um as as much as i hope and tell myself that i have a good uh ebb and flow between like my different creative mediums
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um there's definitely a lot of times where one will dominate my like Mm -hmm. creative mental space more than the other yeah and you know 2019 into 2020 that was all just like dominated by like the visual stuff Mm -hmm. for good reason obviously like i'm just working really hard at it and focusing um And I think towards the end of that year, it just got to be this like big feeling of like, wow, I need to like have some more equilibrium, I think. And then COVID happened and it was like, here's all this time. Here's
0: all the time you need. (laughs) And speaking of creative mediums, like shit, you're like an art director, director, cinematographer, singer, guitarist. I mean, what don't you do now? Um, animator question i'm trying to figure that out i guess did <laughs> you do stop motion i mean i'm just like blown away like you're doing it all thanks
1: man i just uh I-, I like to explore things and i think that if anything i'm just uh you know i'm an ideas guy at yeah. least and i think that for bands sure. come to me for for mm. ideas and creative ways to do things and mm. um for every project i just kind of figure out the best way to
0: mm. to do that you know do you watch a lot of like youtube tutorials or do you learn from other people oh, yeah, yeah. Both, both, or both but
1: definitely youtube is like super valuable it's um, so valuable <laughs> yeah i mean i've learned like literally everything i know mm-hmm. you know i, I haven't taken a, one guitar lesson in my entire life it's just been youtube oh, really I, oh i didn't yeah. know
0: that yeah. holy shit yeah dude. um and ultimate guitar the little tabs
1: yeah yeah it's I so
0: easy that a little bit <laughs> um do you check out any cool movies over the past year Cool movies.
1: Yeah. Um, a Quiet Place was amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the second um, one was shot in Buffalo. That's finally coming out.
1: When is it coming out? Because I know it's postponed.
0: May, I think. Okay, sweet. I believe soon, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm very excited to see the second one.
0: Um, yeah. Good movie.
1: Man, I'm like, I always like, I always watch like a sick movie and then I'm like, that was great. And then a week <laughs> later, I forget about forget it. Forget about it. Um, <laughs> i don't know what about you maybe it'll jog my memory
0: um i was i've been watching a lot of like the what, what are going to be like the best picture nominations like nomadland and minari those are both excellent um minari is like the foreign language one this year um let's see i saw i saw the tiger woods documentary the one that's on hbo max i heard that was good that was excellent um just checking my letterbox do you have letterbox <laughs> no i do not that's like this app where you can rate and basically log all your movies it's pretty cool um this movie called love and mercy the one that's on brian wilson of the beach boys oh that very, sounds interesting very cool movie yeah i rewatched that i've seen that a bunch of times but yeah so cool. you checked out a quiet place and some other shit
1: yeah i mean i watch a ton of tv <laughs> yeah uh, my my partner and i have been uh
0: watching lost front to back see i've never seen that but i hear it's great oh my god dude yeah you're
1: in film how did like what
0: i don't know I've, i every time i watch one of those it takes me like years to finish them except for yeah. dexter dexter took me like four weeks to finish the whole thing
1: damn um yeah i mean don't get me wrong lost is a commitment we started yeah. it like i don't even know fuck it was like september and yeah. we're still watching it um what is it like nine seasons No, it's only like six, but each season is like 26 episodes and each episode is a fucking hour long. So (laughs) it's, yeah, that's, you know, 26 times six.
0: It's 140 (laughs) hours
1: that you're committing to this show. Uh Um, But no, it's really good. And I I mean, I kind of watched it when it was on TV. My parents watched it when it was on TV. So I was kind of around it. And uh, Mm -hmm. I just think it's brilliant. It's like so all the like the clever uh like intertwined woven thoughts that like every director wants to put in their movie or show like lost does all that shit you know every single thing it's like that's that from this thing yeah
0: and the characters Um, are good too right that's what i hear yeah yeah that's cool very good so as long as everything's coming together i mean that's what makes a good album that's what makes a good movie show totally Totally. um so and where was the last time you and i saw each other i feel like it was like waiting room right oh my god i feel like it was a um, concert at waiting room like eats it or something i can't remember man
1: maybe were you at the head north show at <laughs> mohawk
0: uh which is that like the last 2019 one. yeah i think i was in california at the time okay. i think i wanted to be that was for the, the album release right no it was like a or 2019 no yeah 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 right, we just later. did two shows in Brooklyn and Buffalo oh. like
1: right around Christmas
0: I don't think so because I don't think I saw oh, yeah. any of the newer stuff performed live but okay. back back in the day I mean I went to all the head north shows yeah hard to miss you guys played with everybody too
1: <laughs> we did play a lot of shows
0: yeah so I just saw yesterday that you got you were doing carpentry is this a new thing Have <laughs> you been using that as like a side hustle for a while now
1: um it's not for any sort of like employment. Um okay. I I've always been I'm very handy. Um Yeah. I my dad is a wood shop teacher has been my whole life so I kind of grew up around it. Oh, cool. Um But I've always been like you know, especially my partner and I moved into a house mm-hmm. uh in November and since then it's just been like Reno city just like yeah. figuring out all the things that we want to do to make the space best for ourselves Mm -hmm. and um so what I'm doing right now actually is building out like a studio space in our basement
0: oh that's cool good idea
1: yeah so I'm like essentially building closing off a a full corner in the basement um building walls to close it off and then Mm -hmm. insulating the entire space um so that it'll soundproof it and, uh, give us a place to jam basically. Um, yeah.
0: cause we, is that going to be to like film, film videos for people too, or, or just, no, just it'll just jam?
1: be like, yeah, like my band will be able to, to practice there rather than like, yeah, that's cool going to a shitty rehearsal space. You <laughs> yeah. know? It'll just be like ours whenever yeah. we want. So,
0: and you were, you were living in New York city for a while, right? You moved out of the city.
1: Yeah. Recently, um, yeah. It was in Brooklyn the past, like, three years. And then, Damn. obviously, COVID sucked Had mm-hmm. about uh, all of last year, which just, like, gallivanting mm-hmm. around my parents' house, yeah. her parents' house. Damn. Yada, yada. Um, mm-hmm. And then we finally just decided to, like, pull the plug on our apartments. And um, we yeah. moved up to Beacon, which is, like, Beacon. an hour north on the Hudson River um, okay. from the city. So it's really not far, but it's, like, far enough to where we don't feel like we're in new york it's like yeah very very sweet around here
0: is that an hour farther from buffalo or closer to buffalo
1: um i guess it. you would consider it closer even though oh, cool. you know buffalo is like completely west yeah of the city and beacon is just more straight north up the river yeah um so it's not like in the wrong direction but yeah. it's not necessarily like exactly in the right direction
0: not to make like a stupid pun, but you technically headed north. Oh yes, you did it. <laughs> I set you up for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was in New York City for the very first time in my life in October. No oh, wow. joke. I had never been there before, and uh, yeah, it was sort of weird. I mean, it was just dead because of COVID. Yeah. But it was honestly a good time to go. I feel like because there just right. there was you know there was space. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. So it was um, cool. Yeah. It's definitely a different place. Um, I, 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 I fully respect anyone who is a lifer and I will always like love New York city and who knows, I may live there again at some point in my life, but,
0: um, it's always there.
1: Yeah. I think that it was just kind of like, it's a tough life. It would have been different if we didn't experience like the shit of it, like from March till middle, middle April was just like apocalypse city. And, um, It was really hard to be there and it's just like completely jarring from Mm -hmm. the past like three years of the vibrant um, amazing place that i i had grown to love and so i think it was just a very hard cut of like Mm -hmm. this place is not what you love anymore and you need to adapt to that basically
0: is it hard to be creative there with all the craziness or
1: um you're saying now
0: or just just in general when you were there was it just hard to be working or
1: no i think i mean i guess it, it depends what mindset you are in when you go there for me i was yeah. going there to be creative exactly and i yeah. you know it was my main focus i, did, mm. I worked non-stop you know yeah, <laughs> it's just like exactly this is the place and the time to do this yeah. kind of thing
0: oh um, yeah so this week you just directed a new video for nashville emo outfit free throw how cool yes. was that experience? It was great. Um you probably can't say com- too much, can you? Yeah, when
1: is this coming out? I'm curious.
0: Um I mean, I can cut that part out if you want. Um but it's this coming out tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, it'll be up tonight? All right. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, I just edited it and stuff. So is it like under wraps? I mean.
1: Um well, we I guess I can talk about it. We filmed <laughs> we filmed all last week and um yeah. I'm starting on like edit stuff tomorrow. Okay. Um you're but right. I think it will be out sooner than
0: later. New song or a past song? It's a new song. I figured. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Let's see here. Where'd you initially meet those guys?
1: Uh, Head North toured with them in 2017.
0: Really? I didn't know that. Oh, shit. With them
1: one. and Trophy Eyes. Um, really? And... Yeah, it was a full US tour and we just stayed friends. Um yeah. I love them so much. They're honestly some of my closest friends. So it's yeah. been like a long time coming to work
0: with them on a project. Corey's super cool. What's the drummer's name? Kyle or Kevin. Ga- Kevin. Yeah, dude. They're so nice. Um mm-hmm. met them a few times. Uh where so let's see, you did you did the duo song release called Swig. So that's mm-hmm. obviously because you guys toured together. So that's how you met for that. Yeah um was that a pretty pretty easy cover to make or was there anything like specific
1: no that was pretty simple um yeah it's just like a little ep that they wanted to do and Mm -hmm. um that cover the photograph i took the photo in the middle and Mm then i like photoshopped their logo onto the the flask whiskey (laughs) flask um (laughs) and then the like Formatting of it was mm. taken from an old film slide
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, that I found like at a thrift store or something, and I just like s- flatbed scanned it and mm. fucked with it in Photoshop. But um, no, I love it. Yeah, it was cool. Turned yeah, out, they actually just bangers, gave me a dude. vinyl of that. So
0: yeah, you call that like a seven inch, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, just want to say that new Love Child video for Costume Boxes is absolutely incredible. What oh, encouraged you. you to? to just get into directing music videos in general um
1: i feel like it kind of happens naturally like yeah like i don't know i started doing like photo stuff for bands then i started doing the album artwork for bands and as it progressed more and more it just was like the natural progression of Mm -hmm. like music content um yeah i think it was like uh super american or some someone yeah like asked me to like do a video for them Mm -hmm. and i was like i've never really done a video but (laughs) okay let's let's see what happens yeah um i think after the first few that i did i was Mm -hmm. like oh this is just like my same ideas and way of thinking but just Mm -hmm. put to motion basically and uh Mm -hmm. i started to just really love like like video editing is like i think
0: good time I don't,
1: I don't know all the um all the fun that i started to learn to have with like mm-hmm. photoshop when it came to making an album cover yeah that was like 10 times like on steroids when it came to video yeah. editing because it was just like oh my god i could things can move and i can make them mm-hmm. fly all over the place and stuff <laughs> um it, it, yeah i think i just like naturally like really was good at it because I had built up such a good understanding of like how the rest of Adobe works. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Pro, so, yeah, right? I, I, yeah. 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 Um,
1: I don't know. It just kind of like happened. And then as I did them more, more of my friends were like, this is sick. We wanted you to yeah. do it for me. And then Make my one. skills just like exponentially grew.
0: Yeah. Um, Here we are. No, I mean, it's amazing. You've definitely like progressed crazy. Like, Damn, dude. Um, let's see. So where'd you first meet Brent Martone? How did, <laughs> how did you join Head North? Because I know this, they knew first.
1: That was a complete left, total direction change there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a little segue. That's cool.
0: <laughs> we're, go, we're going back to the other shit. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, let's see. Brent and I, we didn't go to the same high school, but we were part of the same area of high schools in uh, a suburb of buffalo and williamsville yes yeah um his mom actually was my english teacher really um yeah and i don't know if that's how we first met or if we just met because we were part of the music scene together yeah but we both were playing in our separate local bands and we just started playing you know, shows together and going to local shows and stuff and trying to connect. Yeah. And I think we just became friends and knew of each other. And then um, we were getting towards the end of high school. And I think he reached out to me on potentially like playing together. Um, Mm -hmm. Him and the guys that he was playing with at the time were trying to start this new thing. And they needed a drummer and, Blah blah, So we started playing together and that's kind of how head North started, mm-hmm. um, right at the end of our high school careers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we felt like it was going really well. And then mm-hmm. we all decided to like not do college and, um, hit the road, just get, give our go at it. And <laughs> yeah. the story unfolds from there.
0: No, I had no idea. You were actually from Williamsville. That's how I know Brent. We actually went to high school together. Right. We went, we went I, to South. I thought so. Yeah, um, he actually rode on my school bus, sort of funny.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, did James Celeste, the guy that was in Canoe, this, the original singer of Canoe, did he start in Head North? Was he the original singer of Head North or was it just Brent from the Gecko? Uh,
1: we, we did have James involved in a, uh, for a
0: little bit in the beginning, yeah. Okay, yeah, I kind of remember that. Cool. So then let me see here. So getting to tour with Knucklepuck, Seaway and Sorority Noise back in 2015 must have been absolutely wild. Was that a pretty surreal moment for you and the band?
1: It was a dope tour. Um, yeah. yeah, we played a lot of big shows, and that was definitely like, uh, like a turning point. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Um, mm. I was actually just talking about that tour the other day, but
0: um, <laughs> of course, e- yeah, it was. It was awesome. I had. I will cherish those those shows forever. I got to catch the show at the Roxy we uh, WeHo. Oh. And that, that shit was insane. Um, pretty sure you guys did Chain Reaction the next day. What was it like doing, like, two legendary venues back-to-back? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, playing the Roxy was fucking nuts. Nuts, um, right, yeah. It just chills. Um, <laughs> and weirdly enough, I have not been back there since that really? show. Like, every other tour I've been a part of since uh. has gone somewhere else in L.A. But, um, yeah, that night, I will... I will remember that night forever. It was amazing.
0: And I just want to say, I love that uh, empty space cover you guys did for property. of Zach. Oh my God. Uh, I just, I looked at that up the other day. I was like, Oh, I, sh- I forgot they did that. Um, so if anybody yep. hadn't seen that, go check that out. It's amazing. Um, when you guys shot in the water, was that Akron falls? Yes. Okay. Figured that too. What led to the end of head North?
1: Um, well,
0: creative differently. Yeah. You know.
1: Uh, have- it's tough because I wouldn't. I would argue to say that it is not. It hasn't ended. Um, you know, everybody has this expectation mm-hmm. or this uh, pre predecided thought that like mm-hmm. bands are a forever thing, and oh, yeah. their their dynamic never changes. The way that they operate never changes. And it's kind of like the uh, machine of the music industry, right? Expects Mm -hmm. for bands to just continue turning, turning, turning and never ending. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, But that's not the reality. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, bands are made up of people that go through life and phases of life. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we we worked our asses off for a long time for Five, six solid years, mm-hmm. we did nothing but play shows, make albums, Put in work. and do the damn thing. And, you know, yep. it's done wonders for all of us, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. there's no question that I would not be where I am right now mm-hmm. if it weren't for that exactly uh, effort. And um, I don't know, I think it got to a certain point where we were, like, really tired of touring all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. And we felt a bit frustrated that, like, you know, our musical interests were sh- shifting one way, but the mm-hmm. like world of music fans that we were playing to wasn't shifting along with it, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. so we we just wanted to like chill out and mm-hmm. just focus on Something being yeah. yeah, just making the music we wanted to make without feeling like we it had to succeed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you know, we we did Rodora a little bit of go we Mm -hmm. did those shows Um, we're all kind of like doing our own things in a bit, but Mm -hmm. like, it's never been like, not. Yeah. There was never a moment of like, we are not doing this anymore. It's, 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 I think always going to be a thing and part of all of our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just to be frank, like we, before COVID happened, we had plans to like go into the studio in June of last year. Really And that man. didn't happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's never going to, it's never going to not be a thing. It's just awesome. like yeah. ever changing. I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. And Brent's still doing like solo shows. Right. I mean, I, I saw him do a yeah. couple things. Yeah. Awesome.
1: He's, he's still like, you know, he's exploring music on his own way, in his own ways as
0: well. You know? Mm-hmm. So how important is originality to you? <laughs> uh, I would say it's everything. It's everything. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How do you?
0: Yeah, okay, keep going.
1: I I was. I would say. uh, I think that, like, in a in a very oversaturated artistic world, um, Mm -hmm. you know, finding that one thing that makes you you is really important because you're the only you, and only you can do that thing, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Um. So, if if that's the only thing that's within your control on how to stand out that should probably be the focus, right?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you prepare for a project in terms of making it your own unique vision?
1: Um, hmm, good question. I, I would like to think that like from the beginning, from the inception of a project, whatever it is, whether it's mm-hmm. artwork or videos or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I... You know i'm always trying to like be flexible with a client and bring their ideas to life as much as possible Mm -hmm. um but in contrast to that like there is a reason that someone is coming to me to do something right and that is for my brain my thoughts my vision on something and uh you know i try to like remember that and keep that in perspective and and whenever i am working on an idea or a concept For something being vocal about like well this is what i think should happen this is what i think should be the case and Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's a tug and pull sometimes they they don't exactly line up with what the artist wants and that has to like you know be figured out how Mm -hmm. to how to best navigate that but i would say for the most part um people come to me for how I see shit and they want me to just do that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So do you try your best to steer away from copying or homaging other works? Or do you just dive in head first without any worries?
1: Um, I would say that there's a difference between copying mm-hmm. and being inspired by yeah. someone's work. Absolutely, I'm definitely ex- like heavily. That's how I, come up with ideas is Mm -hmm. just um be like a sponge you know I I soak it up and then I spit it back out and uh I think as long as you inherently understand that like when you are in the like absorbing stage Mm -hmm. that that is to be taken fluidly and like you know, you take an idea in from somebody else, but you have to like room on it and like figure out how to make it your own. Mm -hmm. Um, think the thought process of like, uh, whatever I do is going to be originally me because I'm going to put my best effort into it. And therefore whatever comes out is going to be even if it is super inspired by someone else, Mm -hmm. I think as long as you try to genuinely make the best thing that you can possibly make, even Mm -hmm. if it's inspired by something, it will have like originality to it Mm -hmm. because it's your, it's your perspective and no one else can have your perspective. So yeah, I think people just have to keep that in mind.
0: Mm -hmm. Well said. Um, So you've done some work with the great buffalo band super american as we talked about before i yeah. personally fucking love those guys uh i think i caught them at leopard lounge lunch I, i'm thinking correctly Holy shit. um is that is that studio that you rented out um for the video is that just like a white studio that you just rented out for, for the, the brain video how big is your brain yeah yeah it's it was just like a um
1: cyclorama studio in brooklyn oh very cool
0: I'm actually a huge fan of that full length that they did ever since that's come out. I feel like not enough people have heard of them yet. And it's kind of crazy, but I think when they go on that hot Mulligan tour later this year, if that still happens, they'll they'll get a lot more fans probably from that. Hopefully. Um,
1: yeah, uh, they, there may be more, uh, in the pipeline.
0: Oh, hell sooner than we think. Hell yeah. In in that camp as well. Co-headliner. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Making great music videos on a tight budget isn't for everyone and can be tedious work, but how have you managed to make such great content with these restrictions? Oh man.
1: Budgets suck. Yeah. No matter what, even if it's a huge budget, then you got to spend it. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Obviously a lot of these bands don't have a lot of money to pay anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I think I was actually just talking about this, how like you either have, you, you grow up, and I know you're the same as me We're like mm-hmm. we grew up in local bands who had no money. We were booking our own shows. We were yep. DIY as fuck, you know, 100%. you know, I will always flashback to those days of like the van being broken down in the middle of Iowa and not knowing what <laughs> the hell to do. And we got to fix it ourselves. And yeah. you know, those, those like, um, those put you in a mindset of like, cost effective DIY not over the top like Mm -hmm. we don't need to spend stupid money on stupid thing because it's pointless um I think as long as you have that mindset you can make any idea theoretically happen under whatever budget it needs to happen on Mm -hmm. um you know I I think a lot of uh especially in like film there's this for some reason this obsession over like big productions and catering and all this yeah. crap. It's like, dude, they waste I know,
0: so it's insane. much money, dude. It's insane.
1: So I think I, I don't ever want to like operate like that. I don't want to like yeah. live in that world. And uh, okay. so to me, it's more exciting to have a three grand budget and make a dope music video happen within that rather than be like, Mm-hmm. we have 15 grand and we need you to get all these permits and we need to yeah, have catering and all this shit. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to deal with that. You know, yeah. I don't, it's too much. So
0: you're like, I, think, I do gorilla style and that's it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I think that there is a lot of creativity and limitations just blunt, bluntly said.
0: Um, have you ever gotten kicked out of anywhere for doing gorilla style? Oh yeah. All the time. Dude, me too. Me too. What happened? Give me, give me like a funny story.
1: Uh, well, I was just with free throw last week.
0: And we no were trying to, yeah, we were trying to
1: shoot <laughs> some stuff like in downtown Nashville around like the um, arena and the stadium and stuff. And we got we got kicked out of both places like within Amazing. an hour. Hell yeah, yeah! But whatever, we got what we needed.
0: You still get the shot? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I got kicked off. I we did a music video at Mission Beach Pier in San Diego, and yeah, I don't even think we got the sh- we got part. We got a couple of shots, but yeah, we got mm. kicked out pretty quick. Gotcha but um let's see here so you've had so many connections through the years in the band how have these counterparts jump-started your new newest ambitions um
1: you mean like for visual stuff
0: or just for anything like obviously you toured with Seaway so I'm you know that led to the work you did with them and then same Mm -hmm. with Free Throw Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I mean I think that uh like no, no time put into this Mm -hmm. world that I have done has been time wasted. Like whether I was playing the drums or playing guitar or taking pictures or whatever the hell, um, all of those were just making friends, making connections, Mm -hmm. making the weave bigger. Um, you know, it'd be impossible to like quantify how many, times like some person i met however long ago comes back into my life in another time and it's like yeah. because we have that interaction and because we've both been doing cool shit since then yes. the second time like we can you know capitalize on that yeah and be like you're doing this thing i'm doing this thing that's so cool yeah. we already know each other so the relationship's already there let's do cool thing together you know yeah I think it just keeps compounding on itself as you go through life. And that's like a huge reason to just not stop. Like, yeah, of course, if you step away from it, that's when you let go of it. right? But like, we're all just keep creating and like continuing to do our shit. And Uh as long as we all stay like within that together, you know, it's just going to keep growing.
0: You can never take breaks. People that take breaks, they end up quitting. Yeah, 100%. It's true. So you kind of touched on this when you collaborate with a band for a new project, whether that be for artwork or for creating a music video you're shooting, how would you work with them to make it an equal vision with a strong final product that makes both parties happy?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's always like, it's different every time, whether it's Mm -hmm. like the band has an idea and they want me to develop it and do it my way or they have no idea. And they're like, please come up with an idea. Give us an outline. Yeah. You know, every time, every situation is different, but I think that it's a a ebb and flow of seeing it my way. Okay. Thinking about they're coming to me for that reason. But even with that, they're the client and what, you know, ultimately I want to make them happy as well. And, finding the middle ground of like how it needs to exist between both of those things Mm -hmm. is probably my priority, I guess.
0: So does that take a lot of pre-production or is it pretty quick each time? I mean, obviously different for whatever you're doing, but.
1: Yeah, it's totally different on each idea. I mean, um, I've been, I've been working on this concept for album art and uh, video for this one band since like, november and we're finally executing it <laughs> next oh, yeah. month um cool. but some some things are super quick you know mm. it's that's the toughest part i think that it's been for me is like trying to treat this as a full-time job yeah even though the you know um volume of projects is completely random at any time and like the amount of work that each project requires is completely different and random each time and sometimes those overlap and i have so much work at one time and then another time it's like very light you know and Mm -hmm. that kind of ebb and flow of like i got a lot to focus on i got not a lot to focus on back and Mm -hmm. forth back and forth but um it is, it is. It's good. I'm not mm-hmm. complaining. You know, mm-hmm. I'm happy to have the work.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you had one of my favorite album arts of last year, and I'm not just saying that because you're on here, but Seaway's Big Vibe. <laughs> uh, when shooting with that model that you used for the album cover, how did you go about structuring the whole thing? And um, did the band give you ideas for that, or is that all pretty much you? Um,
1: we We had inspirations, mm-hmm. but... I didn't even know that I was gonna exactly take the route that I did, yeah. Uh, in in like post, <laughs> um, until I got into Photoshop. Really, that's I knew know. like we had come up with this idea for like this kind of mm-hmm. perfect human kind of uh, almost like animorph iRobot type vibe. Yeah, um, <laughs> animorph. So I, you know, I wanted to find like a bald model who was like mm-hmm. very cleanly shaved um Mm -hmm. we we did some fx makeup to look like he had no eyebrows and um our inspirations were like ziggy stardust um the cars like a bunch of like more loud poppy as far as imagery imagery goes um 80s rock bands Mm -hmm. Um, so we just kind of like made that like rough concept and let it kind of be open-ended um went to did the photo shoot got a bunch of different content like different backdrop colors different poses different emotions blah blah Mm -hmm. blah Um, and then i it was just like let's see what happens in the computer and Mm -hmm. i i think i presented them with six different concepts initially Mm -hmm. um like different directions on which where it could go and uh we liked this one the most obviously it's mm-hmm. fucking sick and uh... <laughs> it looks so sick dude <laughs> Thank you. was that and, like yeah. the
0: final cut that you showed them or was there still like some tweaking to do at that point
1: i think there was some tweaking but for the most part that was the one yeah and um we kind of built the rest of it around
0: that mm-hmm. direction yeah dude i was looking for that album everywhere and I was, I was looking for an LA and then I went home in October and I found it at record archive in Rochester. So shout out to them. Wow. They had one That's, copy left.
1: <laughs> surprising that you couldn't find it in Los yeah. Angeles.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, not really. I mean, people, people grab shit so quick there. Yeah. Um, so where did you make the connection with Boston Manor then? Cause you shot their album cover as well for glue.
1: Yeah. Um, is that the same we... model too? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> that the model in the boston manor art is actually my friend eli he's my roommate in brooklyn oh no way (laughs) um yep and just was like hey man can you do this for me um no i uh actually wasn't friends with the guys in boston manor before they asked me to do artwork for them it was uh just one of those things that like they had seen um the work that i had done with friends like mutual friends okay. and yeah. um they reached out to me actually it was just like we've been loving what you're doing and we think that you would do great for this project and yeah. um yeah that went really well too it was just like they came to me with the record they came to me with like inspiration um yeah. we were looking at a lot of like nine inch nails and like Radiohead covers from the 90s um for okay. inspiration for that and Honestly, the, the biggest inspiration for the concept of the photo was just the album name. Um, um, the idea of, like, glue, white paint being stuck and pulling from this character, Yeah, um, I was kind of couldn't let go of it. And then I just was had to figure out how to, like, logistically do it. So mm-hmm. um, I love it. I, I'm super proud of that image. Mm-hmm. I love it so much.
0: I didn't know you were a Nine Inch Nails fan. That's sweet.
1: I'm not really, but artistically, I I, like the vision, the aesthetic of the band. I really Mm -hmm. like a lot.
0: I got kind of a funny story for you. Right before COVID, Trent Reznor walked right by me. He walked out of a bathroom and I'm a (laughs) super, I'm a super big Nine Inch Nails fan. So it was very awkward. I couldn't say hi. I mean, how are you supposed to say hi to somebody walking out of the bathroom?
1: Yeah. In a pandemic.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was, it was right before, I think it was February. But It's just like, wow. But yeah, he's he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. All his score, his scores are amazing too. His movie scores, really. Did you hear uh, the one on Soul that Pixar movie he did recently?
1: I I heard about this movie. I should watch it.
0: Excellent, excellent. Um, so how or where did you find your fascination for stop motion animation?
1: <laughs> um, well, I wish I hadn't because it's a fuck ton of work. Oh, it probably um, sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty imagine. brutal. Uh, I don't know. I think. Actually, the first one I did for this band, Barely Civil.
0: Um, Love that one. Bottom of the Lake. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, Great song, by the way. That band is phenomenal.
1: Yeah, so dope.
0: Um, That was
1: like right at the beginning of COVID. Mm -hmm. And their label hit me up. And (laughs) I remember it was so vague. They hit me up and they were like, can you do a remote music video? And I was like, (laughs) what what does that mean Um, (laughs) but we kind of like just started tossing around ideas of like what that could actually mean Uh, initially we were talking about like you know something over like facetime or whatever and i was like nah that that Mm. that sounds kind of lame and i was like are they open to you know a conceptual thing that doesn't have like performance in it or whatever yeah. And uh, actually the reference for the idea at first was, um, have you ever seen dinner for schmucks?
0: Oh, hell yeah. With Steve Carell.
1: Yeah. Um, I've always loved the, if you watch the DVD, I, mm. it, or I'm sure it's like on Netflix or whatever too, but mm-hmm. um, the intro where they, like, they play the credits in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, is just this like slow, close-up zoom over his whole this whole like mouse city that he had built Mm -hmm. with like it's like a diorama for all these like mouse people Mm -hmm. and I always thought it was so cool and so I sent that to them and I was like what if we like did this you know had a whole story (laughs) but it was like you know on a miniature scale so that we could like tell this grander story but not have to like you know, go film all over these places. And as I thought about that more, I was just like, yeah, it should be stop motion. I should like build a diorama. And um, so I actually did that whole project with my dad while I was like up at my parents' house because of COVID. And um, we just like built the whole thing together and and filmed it together. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was really great. It was like, you know, awesome experience with him and also turned out so dope. And um I think after the success of that project, it was like, all right, I could do this. And yeah. it, it kind of opened a lot of doors for like possibilities. Um, doing that project gave me the possibilities for doing the like stop motion painting and animation that I did for Big Vibe. Yeah. Um, same kind of thing. You know, I was just taking a frame every single time, mm-hmm. uh, just done in, in a different way. Right. And yeah. I've used that, that practice a lot um, for in, in many different ways, but just thinking about like fundamentally, you know, a video right is made up of however many individual frames. And if there's a way to create each of those frames in a different way and then Mm. make them a video, that's cool. You know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. How many days did that take you for that one? Oh my God. For barely civil for, yeah. Bottom of the
1: lake. It was about a month, front to back.
0: Probably a lot of hours every to day, filming.
1: too. Yeah it, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot, for sure.
0: You are probably up all night. Like, I can't go to sleep. I got to finish this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a... Uh, I have a obsessive personality, for sure.
0: Do you have lower back pain now because of that video?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean... Because of everything, <laughs> but
0: now I was gonna ask you: Do you, when you edit for hours on end, do you put like a pillow on your seat or anything, or do you just? Um,
1: actually, I'll show you right behind me. Kind of curious. I have like a, I built like a standing desk. Oh, perfect. So um, amazing. I try and stand up, not not like the whole day, but like I'm not gonna get up because I have pajamas on. But yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, oh. yeah between like, I also have like a really tall chair that. will allow me to sit but it it, it keeps my back straighter yeah you're more Um, stable just being like a tall skinny guy i've always kind of had to be really conscious of yeah posture and stuff but when i was putting together my desk i was like i need to be it needs to be tall so that i'm forced to be like up Mm
0: -hmm. yeah very cool so your videos have a real vintage feel to them uh where did where do you draw your inspiration from any particular old films like with the um, vintage style
1: yeah i mean i love i love anything like sh- shot on film i love like oh, yeah. the 70s um yeah i i definitely like i don't know i gravitate to a uh 60s, 70s, 80s, uh, I don't know, maybe even 90s sometimes, just like nostalgic mm-hmm. things. And I I, th- I, would say more so if I were to pick a word mm-hmm. that I try to make my work feel like it would be tangible. Um, okay. I think that in a very digital world, m- something that like motivates me a lot is to make a digital piece of content make feel like it's real and in in your hand or in your life um,
2: yeah
1: so you know that that process often aligns itself with a vintage aesthetic because a lot of things made in earlier eras were tangible right you're shooting something on film you are mm-hmm. creating a collage with your hands or whatever mm-hmm. um, so I don't know I just am really inspired by that that Mm -hmm. mentality and like thinking about if I had to create this image fully, like with my hands, what would I do? But then also incorporating those techniques and thinking about, well, I could do that and then take it to Photoshop and take it to the nth degree because I have those tools as well. So mixing those things of like the old, practices aren't broke so you shouldn't fix them but what else could you do on top of that to make it new and different mm-hmm. um i feel like that's where
0: i operate hell yeah so what did you learn from being a boy scout growing up <laughs> um <laughs> i listened to your other podcast oh <laughs> yeah uh
1: i learned how to tie a knot <laughs> um no, like, did I you learn play, any uh, of
0: your like artistic shit from that or
1: um what do you think not in like a conventional sense but i would say that like scouting kind of set instilled like a lot of um ways of living for me mm-hmm. that have pr- proven beneficial in all my endeavors like i think especially in relation to touring um really? boy scouts really prepared me for touring because like a lot of parts of touring are not glamorous. They're very grueling. You know, you have oh, yeah. to be like pretty minimalistic. You have to be okay with um, you know, not having personal space and, and personal mm-hmm. time and um you know doing going on like extensive backpacking trips and learning how to live out of your backpack. I I essentially was doing that right already. So it it, it kind of transferred in that way, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, being thrifty and and good with money. And um, I think just like Boy Scouts gave me like a very good um, way of, of thinking and problem solving and being prepared for things. And um, yeah, I think that, that mentality like works its way into every project or endeavor that I do, you know, when planning mm-hmm. like a big video production, figuring out the logistics, figuring out a way to be most cost effective. That's all stuff that I think mm-hmm. was kind of instilled in me a little bit from that.
0: Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the forest locations, is that, does that have anything to do with it? I know you have <laughs> a lot, of, you have a lot of forest locations.
1: Yeah, because they're free. <laughs> Hell yeah. And they're the best. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I do like the woods i do too uh do you ever go camping a lot oh hell yeah sweet um did you shoot and paint the picture of the first marigold records album art like the album art isn't that like the bridge the bridge yeah
1: um no it's it's not painted where is it what is that
0: it looks amazing Uh, whatever it is hanging
1: in the background yeah um that is a photoshopped uh reworked scan of a vintage postcard wow okay <laughs> um yeah like there, cities i think I, it wasn't just exclusive to buffalo but there was this whole like rollout of this these vintage postcard campaign where there was like uh, they hired all these artists in local cities to like hand paint
2: okay. scenes
1: from from the cities and uh, that was one of them. I found it in, um, okay. I can't remember the name of the store, but that antique store on Allen in Buffalo.
0: Oh, okay. I probably um, know.
1: I had found it in there and I just thought it was so cool. And, uh, yeah, I like scanned it <laughs> and reworked it to, to fit the square and I love it. Yeah. I love that it's image beautiful. a
0: lot. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so here, you already answered this one. <laughs> um, Let's see. COVID made it hard for a lot of people to feel creative. How did you keep yourself going? I mean, you kind of already said this, but you're just already kind of like a creative person. So you just kept yeah. it going regardless.
1: Yeah. I, I don't But there was never I, like a
0: dull moment where you were just like, shit, I need to take a break for a month.
1: Oh, I mean, never for a month. But yeah. um, that's great. I think, yeah, emotional roller coaster for sure. This yeah. experience has been, you know, some days I'm like, I'm so stoked to be just like (laughs) in my own world and focus on my shit. And then there's other days where it's like the weight of the world, everything sucks. And it's so depressed. And like, yeah, I think it's been like that for everybody. Right. It's just like back and forth. Oh my God, I can't decide how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But
0: yeah. Out of all your work so far, what was the most challenging out of everything? The most challenging? Art, music videos. Like what was the one? probably the barely silver one right I
1: mean, <laughs> that that's, that's one was tough was definitely the most time consuming yeah
0: um yeah
1: it might be not challenging but huh challenging hmm. i mean i will not i will say i learned a lot doing the seaway videos yeah. um so, i so. worked pretty hand in hand with uh the director on those videos miguel barbosa is his name okay um he directed everything I did most of the, like, post stuff. Coloring Um, all that. Yeah. And that was my first time working with, like, red camera footage. That was my first time, you know, Mm -hmm. um, doing any sort of, like, multi-camera stuff or, like, you know, really kind of advanced editing practices. And he he helped me a lot with understanding that, um, learning Mm -hmm. how to do it learning like the best ways to do it so that I wasn't going fucking crazy. And
2: yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: you know, organization and all that stuff. Like that was definitely a eye opener for me. Um And I, I credit that all to Miguel. He ha- ha- was so just like unrelentingly kind to lend me all of his expertise as far as that stuff goes. And yeah. I think that's the, a big reason why everything turned out so dope because we Mm. both were just like we're gonna make this sick together um and yeah that was like i mean i was working on seaway stuff for a solid two and a half three months in total between the album artwork and the videos so it was a big project you know but it turned out fucking sick i'm so happy with it
0: still blue is a mind fuck watching that i mean that's like wow I love how you have like um, the, the what the disclaimer at first. It's like if you have seizures, don't watch this. <laughs> yeah, the dis-
1: disclaimer was my idea. Um, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> the the all the trippy trippy editing in that video was done by Dylan Gold. Is his name? Mm-hmm. Um, Excellent. He, work. His Instagram is stay golden with a U gold. gold um, yeah. But yeah, we we had him do all the like editing, and then I did all the coloring and like final stuff. But yeah it's fucking crazy when we got it back we were just like holy shit you're like i can't even watch this anymore (laughs) yeah it was like all right that yes that's it
0: (laughs) how tough is it editing something like that i mean you're obviously going slower i guess but i mean you still have to watch it a million times
1: yeah that that one was definitely like really visually exhaustive um
0: came out great though
1: (laughs) yeah thank you
0: yeah of course So you own a lot of awesome equipment. What's your favorite camera that you have in your reservoir?
1: I'll grab it right now.
0: Hell yeah. Don't worry. I didn't see your pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all
1: right. I have two. Um, Hell yeah. My trusty A1. There
0: you go. This guy's
1: been around the block. He's very beat up, but he will never break. Um, Cool. I I use it every single day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then my recent favorite I just got is a Pentax 6x7 medium format camera. Um, it's my first like non... I have like an old like TLR medium format, but this is my first like real yeah legitimate medium format camera. Uh, I've been loving using it. It's really awesome. It's fucking 100 pounds.
0: Yeah, but- I was going to say that thing is huge. <laughs> yeah
1: um it's really sick i like that it's like slr style in that Mm -hmm. it's set up very similarly to the uh a1 Mm -hmm. um i i don't really have much interest in like the you know rz67 type like giant prism Mm -hmm. you know look down kind of medium format cameras they're just friggin' huge to me this is like the biggest i could possibly want to carry around with me yeah um so that's what attracted me to this one but i mm-hmm. I, I only recently got it i'm really loving using it thus mm-hmm. far um only downside i would say is it's gigantic but it is yeah. nice.
0: um do you ever see yourself yeah. getting like black magic or red oh shit <laughs> hell yeah he's got the black magic i bet that you got is it the pocket
1: yeah pocket four
0: the four okay did they make the eight no i don't the think six, so. the, the six?
1: they just announced the six Pro. Six.
0: yeah the six okay yeah <laughs> my bad no my friend mike has like both of them <laughs> he's crazy
1: yeah they're sick um the yeah. the cinematographer that i work with a lot his name's is chris kunichek uh-huh. um lately I've been working with him on projects rather than me, like filming everything and directing everything at the same time, but he uses the 4k as well. And he's got like a whole rig built out for it. Um, Sick. But
0: yeah, I think, I think they're great cameras they're super versatile, which is what I love and affordable too. I mean, they're not too bad. You know, I mean, you get so much out of them.
1: Totally. Yeah. I mean, they are definitely the solution when it comes to, Getting like out there. getting into serious uh videography mm-hmm. but not wanting to like go get a red dragon, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean you could always rent red anyway, or you could just find somebody that has it. <laughs> just right. pay them. Um right. so you're a big fan of Pinterest. How does that site yep. help your creative efforts?
1: I mean, whenever you need an idea, <laughs> you just go on there for five minutes and you got tons of them. Just like YouTube. Um, exactly yeah i think pinterest is like awesome for creatives because once it can like once it learns what you like um it just keeps like recommending new new things to you and you know i'll go on there with like one direction of aesthetic or idea from the band or something and then 10 minutes later have built out like so many different ideas. Um, I I find it especially useful Mm -hmm. when trying to find ideas for photo shoots that like someone hires me to take photos of them. And I'm trying Mm -hmm. to think of like creative things to do. I just go on there and like, see like, you know, Oh, this person like taped a fake eyeball to their face or something. I could do something like that, you know, and then try to think about like a different way to spin it or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just such a great, like, starting point you know mm-hmm.
0: i love it so that video you did for the blue chips is absolutely bonkers um <laughs> what you. kind of suit is that that the person is wearing like some kind of like morph suit yeah it's a morph suit okay had one of those one time <laughs> yep. uh, how was it working on that one just good time
1: i love that video um, oh, I do too. that was one of my first like real experiences with green screen um I and I would say one of my first times really doing some like trippy stuff in in premiere um yeah. I don't know the the idea kind of just like snowballed out of nowhere we knew we wanted <laughs> it to be like green screen and that there was going to be this dancer flying around them but mm-hmm. like I didn't think it would be that crazy until I got in there and I was like holy shit you I got some like
0: oh cool dude. ideas <laughs> strap in <laughs> um, yeah no I think it turned out fucking cool as hell yeah, and you did the album, the what did the single art for it too, right?
1: Uh, the the album art that I did for them actually was their next release, their most recent release.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, which was an EP that red and Separate. blue one, right? Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um. So the thing I admire most about your art and your style of creation is that you clearly don't take shortcuts, and you are constantly learning and perfecting your craft. It's truly beautiful and inspiring. What keeps your creative juices flowing?
2: Um,
1: keeps my creative juices flowing. Yeah, well, the juices. I think <laughs> that I've been uh, I've been very fortunate to have a uh, a lo- a big influx of constant projects yeah. for bands, and the demand has. Force my juices to stay flowing, mm-hmm. frankly, um not that I wouldn't be creating if they those projects weren't there,
2: yeah,
1: but I've just been really lucky with like people just keep wanting me to do shit for them, and you know I'm never going to say no, so it's like. <laughs> I think that I've just been in the flow. The juices have been flowing and I just keep going and I never get like stale or let them sit too long for that to stop. And so I don't know. I've just, I've been able to find like a really nice, um, happy place of like constant creativity, but not burning myself out. Yeah. Trying to at least. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just honestly like being like a working creative like it
2: yeah
1: it felt uh it felt like something that didn't exist when I started but now years later I'm here and like knock on wood like I'm I'm able to like sustainably like somewhat um regularly do this Mm -hmm. um I'm very lucky
0: very very lucky and it must feel good to not have a nine to five.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would not do well. in yeah. office. I know that for sure. Not me. Like, um, Fuck the man. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, for all the difficulties that come for working for yourself, um, mm-hmm. I'm still thankful that I do because there is so many benefits that I
0: cherish a lot.
1: Like being able to work in your pajamas all fucking day.
0: That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, are any of your family members creative people, or were you just like the surprise?
1: Um, they are creative in different ways. Um, no one is like a full time artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my dad was a musician uh, a little bit, my brother's a photographer, um, my other brother is really into music in a non-performative way Mm -hmm. um no one no one's really like a artist artist but Mm -hmm. everybody like everybody is big fans of music and art and movies and everything in general um I think that it was something that I started exploring when I was young and everybody just encouraged it in my family and my parents have always been super supportive um Mm -hmm. so it was just kind of like I started doing this thing they backed it i kept doing it more and then realized i was really good at it and they backed it more and then next thing i know i'm like i don't want to go to college i want to go on tour and they're like okay and mm-hmm. you know they've just like continually encouraged me and as it's like gotten better and um i've expanded more and more it's just like reinforced that you know mm-hmm. and now here we are and i I apparently run a business, I
0: guess. (laughs) Best decision you ever made. College was the biggest waste of four years of my life. Yeah, I've Um, I've heard that consensus from most people. (laughs) I mean, I have a degree that I haven't even touched. Um, But yeah, Yeah. just I know you already said um, if it was on a big scale or on a budget, but would you ever consider directing movies down the line? I think you'd kick ass at it.
1: Yeah, I I definitely would. I actually um, had written... um, not fully movie but like
0: screenplay um yeah
1: my friends in this uh I, my friends are in this band and uh they made this incredible theatric record full-length record and we wanted to basically make a movie for it kind of like angels and airwaves vibes um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so i i had wrote i had written a treatment i guess more like a short film but had written a treatment for that and um it, it never ended up materializing maybe it will someday but yeah. Um. I definitely am interested in it. I think that the idea of like, like we were saying earlier, like the just gigantic logistic scale of how like blockbuster movies are made terrifies yeah. me. I never want to be like responsible of, of something that massive. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I'm definitely interested in like telling stories in a long form way. Um. You know. Even just in a broader sense, like exploring videography and video uh, in a non-music video way, it interests me for sure because I've really only ever done music videos and I would like to see what my brain could do when it's not restricted to a song in a way.
0: How big is your brain? Gigantic. (laughs) Um, Okay, so before we go, I got a little speed round. And then I actually, uh, I'll cut this out, but I have a possible music video project for you that I, I mentioned you do, you do a band and they're kind of interested in your work. So I'll let you know at the end. And okay. you could eventually decide if you ever want to work with them. But cool. um, so here's a little speed round. It's basically a bunch of bullshit questions you just answer. Uh, right. f- favorite song off the new Seaway album? Brain in a Jar. Dude, me too. I mean, that, uh, that and Peach. I like Peach a lot. Peach Uh, is sick. Favorite album cover of all time? Wow. Um, Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd. Good one. Favorite band? (laughs) That was the best reaction ever. um,
1: Through it all, I would say Tom Petty.
0: Wow. Favorite pizza place in New York City? New York City.
1: um well i i've been vegan for about five years yeah but... i was gonna ask
0: actually i kind of <laughs> figured that
1: um screamers pizzeria and okay. um the hell is it called two boots pizzeria are two yes. two places in uh, brooklyn that mm-hmm. do vegan pizza oh, really cool. good.
0: i actually i don't mind vegan pizza it's pretty good there's one in la called slasher pizza it's like a yeah i've heard of that one. place yeah they're good um, grape jelly or strawberry jelly? <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> I love grape. Uh, favorite head north song. Um, <laughs> I
1: love Stranger Sounds, and I love the Planet.
0: Yes, and I love Presidential Decree on the new one. That was oh. so good um snowboarding or skateboarding
1: um i was always bigger into snowboarding Mm -hmm. i personally do that more but i still love skateboarding i think it's so dope
0: favorite the story so far song (laughs) holy shit um i remember you were a fan of them so i just kind of threw that in there (laughs) yeah uh
1: i think what you don't see is the best record by far
0: yeah production wise for sure
1: yeah um and just like the songwriting is like perfect max capacity so good uh
0: i think the glass on that record is is amazing um i would probably have to say 680 south still i don't know i love that song um indoors or outdoors that's really tough right isn't it that's why it's a good
1: question i don't know i feel like i Go for both mm. in different because I need the other, you know, when you I'm out balance need indoors.
0: Yeah. Gotta have balance. Biggest influence creatively of all time. Tom Petty, for sure. Hell yeah. Three, four. Biggest drummer inspiration.
1: Mm. Well if you asked me when I was 16, I'd say Travis Barker but uh <laughs> that's so funny as an adult i would probably say like <laughs> either dave Grohl or uh john
0: Bonham. what were your thoughts on that mgk collab travis travis oh i don't
1: give a shit dude uh, <laughs> uh, anything was- past like neighborhoods i've stopped
0: yeah care. oh <laughs> same same actually i loved the dogs eating dogs ep too though that was good
1: yeah that was good
0: um favorite horror movie
1: hereditary oh my god it's
0: so good dude yeah it's it's
1: honestly like that
0: that's what you gotta do you'd be so good at that i don't know man dude i think you would be ari aster's just like you he's got that crazy like mind
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know if i would want to get into horror no i i would be interested in like mind fuck
0: (laughs) comedy <laughs>
1: suspense stuff suspense, but okay. i don't i don't have any interest in like blood and gore yeah yeah yeah. creepy shit like yeah, uh, yeah i don't know but um yeah hereditary <laughs> is like i had never known true fear from a movie until i watched that movie yeah Dude, <laughs> it the shot legitimately tear the fucking skid shit out of me It was horrible
0: that shot keeps replaying over my head that shot with yep. uh the yep. old la- the old lady her mom her mom where she turns the light off and she's just appearing yeah. there yeah and then it's just the end where she's like cutting her head off They're fucking crazy
1: honestly the most jarring moment for me was when the kids fucking head flew off like, yeah that was just like so yeah. and then like right after it was like dead silence and then you just hear like <laughs> the mom like in agony, oh, agony it was yeah. like so gut-wrenching it was horrible tony collette's
0: amazing um dude that girl uh what's her name millie millie shapiro i think is the name of that girl she uh just started a band really? they're cool. about to release shit. i think it's punk music or something Hell yeah uh but did you see midsummer i was gonna ask yes i did well, probably not as good Billy, as hereditary
1: um i would say that movie was more terrifying in a like very disturbing way <laughs> <laughs> um really good really really good movie very disturbing yeah like what the fuck what the fuck um yeah that scene where they like jump off the cliff
0: really oh my god dude fucked me up it was pretty and it's crazy it all takes place during the day and i love that aspect of it
1: yep yeah it's brilliant brilliantly and and super like this is fear in a different way
0: kind Mm -hmm. of thing that took me a couple of watches to appreciate, but I definitely do now.
1: Mm-mm.
0: He's actually doing a like a four hour dark comedy next. That's what he's working oh, on, wow. now. and I think Joaquin Phoenix is attached. So, damn, look forward to that. Uh, favorite holiday, Christmas. I love Christmas. <laughs> Biggest regret, none. Biggest regret, you can just Holy say shit. none.
1: Um actually my biggest regret well I don't regret this because so several years ago my uncle had bought me tickets to see Tom Petty in Toronto I was okay. still living in Buffalo at the time and he's he had wanted to go with me um the only catch was I had to find my own way up there and mm. I was 18 I think I didn't have a car and i think it was just like a really busy time I don't, I don't know exactly what my excuse made but i think that just the logistics of me finding my own way up there was like too much and i turned it down and then <laughs> however many however long, much longer later um he passed away weirdly i was in toronto when he passed away with my dad seeing roger waters perform
0: Oh man.
1: And it was the same day as the concert. We were like in at a bar before the concert and like that happened. And, uh, yeah, it has always been like a very, um, catch 22 situation in my head on if I should have gone to that concert or if I should not have gone to it because while I wish I could have seen him for sure. Like Mm -hmm. he he is, he is my idol. If I were to pick one Mm -hmm. musician, like it is him. Um, he's he's kind of now enshrined in this like never becoming fully real thing in my head which you know i remember when i saw blink and i saw travis for the first time i was like holy shit but also it made them real you know i I actually Mm -hmm. like met him i met travis and at uh darien lake he was like walking around and we you know we got to talk for a second Um, super nice guy yeah it was great but you know it made it real he it made him human to me and Mm -hmm. So in that regard I I I think I'm glad that I didn't see him Tom live in in that way which is weird but yeah
0: Best Buffalo food, Best Buffalo food. It's okay if it's vegan Uh well, it's no longer <laughs> but Amy's place I heard, I wanted to go there so bad and then it closed Yep Did they close during COVID or it's been a couple of years right
1: Yeah no they closed last year oh, Okay um, I don't think it's like closed for good like i think they just closed their doors and they're looking for someone else to like buy Uh out take take ownership of the restaurant but Mm -hmm. yeah huge bummer i mean they've been around for 40 years um Mm -hmm. and i i I went there a lot
0: Mm -hmm.
1: a lot a lot
0: good vegan food
1: yeah it's super cheap too it's like no frills like you could get a plate of breakfast food for like five bucks it was awesome Mm
0: -hmm. and they were strictly vegan right there wasn't no no it was just okay
1: they had a lot of vegan options, and it was like a Mediterranean-inspired diner menu. Okay. Um, so, you know, they would do like a seitan Reuben sandwich or something like that.
0: Yeah. But really good. I'll tell you one vegan thing that blows me away is vegan meatballs. Not, that tastes exactly <laughs> the same. Oh, yeah. Literally. But I did have chicken patties last week, and that was disgusting. Yeah. That didn't taste right.
1: There's um, some things that you should just not try and recreate yeah, yeah. <laughs> just eat a carrot you know just eat a damn good. carrot <laughs>
0: yeah. uh favorite season of the year got a couple more summer i love summer so much I, mean, I, I love summer too summer and fall that's why you live in la dude yeah i mean i still come home for the fall dude i'm i'm a huge fall person mm-hmm. touring or recording hmm what do you like more
1: totally different animals yeah. um i love I love being on tour so much. Um, I, w- I I miss it a lot. It, I'm really good at it. Yeah, <laughs> at, like the the practice of you know the rhythm of the day, driving, arriving, setting up, playing, breaking down, sleep. You're used driving. to it. Yeah. it. I I'm really good at that, and I love the like constant busyness of it. Like there's always yeah. the next thing to do. You always got to do the next thing, get the next thing. So that satisfies my like psychopath. Yeah. Obsessive brain, um, a lot, but with that being said, I mean, there's nothing it, it, there's n- no comparison of the mus- musical satisfaction than to that of being in the studio. Um, mm-hmm. the studio is like one of the only places on earth where I feel like I can shut out the rest of the world completely and just like, yeah. and probably because it's like always a situation of like, we're paying for the time to be here, so you better fucking use it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, for that reason it's like no cell phones. We are focusing. We're working right now. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that laser focus
0: too. Mhm. Emo or pop punk? Um emo if I had to pick. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter?
1: Man, I was never really a big video games guy, but um Me neither
0: honestly, but
1: Mortal Kombat's cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Same. Small venue or big venue?
1: i love big venues i think they're so sick
0: (laughs) yeah so even even if you were to play one it would be big
1: Uh, assuming that it was full of people yeah
0: (laughs) hell yeah all right last one n64 or playstation
1: yeah, again, not vi- not really video game guy, but I guess N sixty four. I was I was a Nintendo kid.
0: <laughs> of course, I had to end on the <laughs> the bad question. Uh, <laughs> anything upcoming you would like to promote aside from the new marigold record or that new free throw video?
1: Yeah, just that. I've, I've been working on the record for about a year, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm very excited about it.
0: And everybody can go check out your website. Is it Benjamin Lieber dot net? Just first and last. Benjamin Lieber. Okay net. Mm-hmm where can people find you? Instagram, Facebook, all of them. What's um, your handle?
1: Full name, middle initial M Benjamin M Lieber. Perfect.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Keep doing yeah. it, man. You too, man. Thank you. Hope to see you around sometime.
1: Yeah. Soon. I mean, ideally I can travel again and uh, yeah. we can see each other in, in Buffalo or in LA, Absolutely. LA whatever.
0: And I'll probably, cool, I might be up in New York, New Jersey at some point in the next couple of months. So I'll let you know if I am ever up there. Cool. Yeah. But sounds good. For sure, man. Take care. Thank you. All right, brother. Talk soon.
3: i I do not